Welcome to the Pure Grace Podcast, Becoming Love. I am your host, Navy G. In season two, you will hear me having conversations on different spiritual and holistic topics. And I'm going to tell you why. I stand for self-care as health care. I stand for divine feminine empowerment. I stand for conscious sexual spiritual evolution. I believe our inspired, creative, artsy energy is related, correlated to our sexual energy, which is innately spiritual. It creates life. I believe our spirits are not being nurtured or prioritized in mainstream culture. And this is a problem that affects our society at large and us personally on so many levels. I'm here for an awakened sex revolution and igniting your spirit. So who am I? I'm a free spirit creatrix. I'm here to take a stand for healthy relationships, divine feminine leadership, life-giving body care habits, and love-inducing sexual experiences to create vitality, juiciness, fun, play, and a magical existence that connects us to our spirits, revives our essence, and connects us to the divine. So I have two divinely inspired transformational coaching programs. And if you want to chat more about those, you can hop on my calendar at www.gratefulheartenergy.com forward slash apply. And we can have a chat about those. I'd like to take this moment to thank you. I'm honored by you being here and listening to the show. Today's guest is Wendy, and we share about the importance of language evolution. So I hope you're inspired to reflect on your word choices and you enjoy our conversation. Awesome. So I'm here with Wendy and we're going to have a conversation about language evolution because it's such a huge thing that's subtle that can get in the way of us manifesting our dreams. I mean, that's one reason. Um, and really, oh, it's 11-11 on the East Coast. Woohoo! Perfect timing. Uh, and it really, it is this energetic clearing. It's like your heart. When you want to open your heart chakra, you have to be able to give, which normally, especially for women, that's, that's solid, but being able to receive as well, being able to harmonize those polarities similar with, uh, language evolution. If you, if you are using language, that's not actually conducive to who you're becoming, who you're evolving into, it can stop you from being able to manifest. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that you covered, I mean, we just were having a short conversation yesterday and it was just like, oh, let's listening to ourselves talk, right? And saying, oh, wait a minute, let me back up and, and rephrase that in recognition that that's how we evolve, right? When we notice those subtleties in ourselves. Right. And it was really you mentioning to me how grateful you are for a space to be able to say something that's not really energetically aligned and then catch yourself and backtrack in real time. Mm -hmm. I think I had left you a voice memo or something over the weekend. And I had said, Oh, wait a minute. I heard that word. Let me back up. And I was, that's exactly, I was saying how grateful I was that this community allows us um, to do that. And no questions asked and we smile at each other or we make a goopy face and say, you know, you said that word. And that's one of the things that I learned in Revive Your Essence, the course that you've got coming up when I went through it was my own language evolution and hearing it in myself, those subtleties 
or having people bring it to my attention in a loving and kind way or a funny way sometimes and we laugh about it and just having and having gratitude for that space, that container being held, that we can evolve in that manner with the help and support of others. Yeah, it definitely really helps when you have other people that can call you out on it in a loving mm-hmm. way because it's mm-hmm. it tra- it helps you learn to catch yourself. But yeah, so I think we could go through some of these. I mean, I think the most basic one that most people under like know about is not over apologizing. Saying sorry. sorry. Yeah, we were talking about that. I uh, heard someone say that instead of saying you're sorry, say surprise, bumped into you, surprise, or didn't plan well for traffic, surprise, I'm five minutes later, or whatever it is, instead of apologizing, because then apologies don't seem to be as sincere when a truly an apology may be in order. Yeah. And I also think that that you brought up the power of replacement, right? Which is what Ayurveda teaches is replace things, replace Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, instead of getting rid of the coffee, maybe even drink the water, drink the warm water first, maybe it will replace it. Then maybe drink tea or then you get to the coffee or whatever. But it's like that word replacement. So I like surprise, like instead of saying oops or sorry, it's like, oh, surprise (laughs) or I. Yeah, I think I used to say for a while when I bumped into people, thanks for that love bump. And they kind of looked at me like weird. But I mean, <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, I'm not going to say sorry because I didn't do anything, quote, wrong. So mm-hmm. I don't need to apologize. Mm-hmm. And that's taking your power down, right? That's bringing you into a condensed frequency, if you will, and mm-hmm. not being able to take up space is, you know, it's a patriarchal syndrome that we all have as women is, you know, not shining our light or dimming our power and being able to use our voice and take up space. You know, even it's just, even sometimes it's not even language evolution, but walking, right? We noticed how you're walking in like a city or where there's more people, like, are you walking in a way that's moving out of everyone else's way? Or are you taking up space? And where's that balance? Cause you don't want to be rude either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but balance in harmony, right? And reading where you're at and what's needed at, at that time. Cause you're right, you don't want to be rude, but yet you also want to have your presence so that your essence can shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I think sorry is definitely a, a pretty big one that I do still hear too often. I think um, then another one would be should, shoulding yourself. If you should yourself mm-hmm. too much, that's then it's, it's like you're judging yourself. It's a good way to check, to quickly realize, oh, hey, I'm still judging myself because I'm saying I should be doing something I'm not doing. So then I could step into more love of myself in the moment by being okay with what I'm doing or not doing. I don't need to should anything. I don't know if you have anything to add to shoulding, but. Well, like we were talking about before we got on, there might be some opportunities where should is appropriate but it's few and far between. And I think we use it a lot. We, I think we should on ourselves. I know I personally do. I'm becoming aware of when I say I should be doing this or I should be doing that. So again, a balance, a balance in that. The other one is just, and I catch, I, I think I caught myself just a minute ago saying that and then rephrasing because it minimizes, it brings it down. 
It does. And so do fillers saying too many, um, like, you know, so's right though. Mm -hmm. That takes the potency out of your language vibration away. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think fillers mm -hmm. and th that, those are, those can be fun to call out with a friend. You can do, I did this game once where you, where the other person raised their hand whenever they heard a filler, didn't say anything. It was, Mm -hmm. You know, and then you had to pause and think, oh, which filler did I put into that so, space? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so is um, probably my favorite filler right now. You know, like. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I would. Um is another one. Agree. Right. And right. Another one. And dramatic pauses are talked about, you know, in, in, in uh, theater and literature and radio, like a dramatic pause is a good thing. Like it's generally fine. And so we think, oh man, I got to fill that space. I think often, but we don't, we can actually pause, mm -hmm. receive what was said, mm -hmm. feel in our body where we feel what was said and then respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed but is another one and replacing it with and that's my that's my replacement i'm sure that there are others i also do that and then i find when i'm writing there's a lot more run-on sentences because i'm never i'm very uh, very rarely saying but and that was another one i just said never i try to not use those ultimate ones like mm -hmm. always forever never always especially when i'm editing my own writing if i put them in, try to take them out, replace them with something that's not so definite and doesn't leave space to change. Cause as we all know, everything changes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've also noticed like self-limiting beliefs. I'll never be able to do that. I don't have a flexible body. I won't be able to whatever it is fill in fill in the blanks and using those instead of I've not been able to do that yet it just it, again it just changes the vibration of it and not being so decisive negative that you'll never be able to attain whatever that might be yeah I agree and I also I think that it's uh, you know, sometimes when we even do affirmations, making sure that that negative isn't there, it's not about something mm -hmm. that we are lacking or don't have. It's about what we're moving towards or embodying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good point. I like that. You're right. I have seen my evolution of, oh, it used to be this, but now it's framed more positively, right? Like, yes, that's what I want to let go of, but what is it I'm focusing on? not what I want to let go of, but what that future version, that future evolution looks like. Right. And we can also apply this to dis-ease too. If we over identify with being anxious, we're really just giving more energy to anxiety. Or mm -hmm. if we over identify with being too pitta, then we are giving too much power to the pitta or whatever, mm -hmm. which for anyone listening doesn't know what pitta is. That's the fiery, hot, passion, mm -hmm. drive, a personality type energy. Mm -hmm. that can burn out right you got to know when to tend the fire and when to stoke it but another conversation right? <laughs> right right we're keeping it simple we're keeping it simple so 
there's yeah we've gone through a couple another one i really like is replacing spend with invest i yes, really like I that one mm-hmm. investing my time here investing my time there because then it it causes you to value your time more which helps your self-worth and confidence uh, and a little bit more awareness around your decisions, how you are investing time or money or energy. I've noticed myself, like my body almost cringing when I hear people say, I'm just killing time. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's exactly the that. noise. That was the noise I made. I was like, yeah, you like you feel it, feel it in your body. I'm killing time. Some of those words are just strong, like not just, they are strong, killing. Yeah, I know. Real time, real time language evolution, killing time. Uh, that's cringy. Uh, <laughs> very cringy. What was the other one I was thinking? Oh, I, I, this is a personal pet peeve. It's a little bit much, but when people say, I can't wait, like actually you can wait and you are waiting. So I don't really like it when people say I can't wait. I'd rather say, why not instead replace it with I'm excited or I'm looking forward to that's mm-hmm. what I've done. And it, it does kind of a little pet peevish one. I don't know how energetically that one, I don't know if it really messes with the energy as much as some of these other ones do like trying, you're not trying mm-hmm. you do or do not like Yoda said, right. There's one no way try. or the other mm-hmm. one I appreciate as well is I have to go to the grocery store or I get to go to the grocery store or whatever, whatever the opportunity is. Um, how lucky am I, right, to have the money to be able to go to the grocery store, first of all. So from have to to get to, it's an opportunity that I'm allowed. Yeah, I love that reframe. And also like the my life is very full. When people mm. talking about schedule, I don't want to say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm too busy because I'm not too busy. I'm full. I'm full at the moment. So I am unable to schedule you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a fullness. It's a positive thing. (laughs) It's not busy, like mindlessly busy doing things that are wasting time. Mm -hmm. Killing time. (laughs) Yeah. Killing time. (laughs) Um, I thought I, I had a started looking into some of these and some that resonated with me was when people say, why not? Instead of sounds good or no problem. Or can you replace that with definitely? So some of them are a little bit more subtle, but it does make me think about the words, the words that I choose Um, from I'm exhausted to I need some rest. And again, back to that busy thing, right? Like, oh, I'm so busy. So, so busy, 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 busy. Instead of my schedule's full. And yeah. Yeah, I appreciate um, that one too. Yeah, exactly. And one that I learned was instead of saying constructive feedback or constructive criticism, are you open to some feedback? And that's much softer and more gentler to provide that. and. I will typically ask permission. Are you open to some feedback? Because if they're not, that's fine. But I try and frame it so that it doesn't seem like constructive criticism. So the other one with kids was don't do that. 
don't bounce the ball in the house. Don't instead saying, could you take that ball outside and play with it? What do you want instead of what you don't don't want? Kids pick up on that, I think. Yeah, so, I think so too. And then might as well start indoctrinating this positive evolving language evolution with them. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely attempting to do that with my son is you know reframing like I can't I can't is not allowed we do not say I can't here Mm -hmm. nobody Mm -hmm. in our family can say I can't because that is so limiting such a limiting belief Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I caught myself saying I think it matters it does matter when I was talking about how we talk to our children I think it probably no, it does matter. Take the think out of it, Wendy. That, I mean, I do that one too. To a minute ago, right? Like real time here, people. I heard myself. I do it. I say, I think instead of owning, I know like so, there's certain things, especially when they have to do with me that I know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need space. I know when I need space. You know, and that kind of mm-hmm. goes along with how this conversation started the other day that we're continuing here now is me, you know, I have been stepping into uh no and just saying no BS, no, no, no one's violating my energy in kind of a sneaky vampire way. Like, no, like there's a boundary here now. And I've been upping my boundaries and how that it's really freeing. And people actually don't get that upset. They just respect you. No, they don't just, they respect you more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks for Mm -hmm. letting me practice this language evolution real time. And that's what we do, right? Like we hold that space and it's like, and we catch it in ourselves more often than we realize. And I think for me, it has just continued to grow how much I catch myself. Um, Filler? Well, we are, yeah, yeah, we are constantly evolving it because Mm -hmm. we are creatures of habit and we have patterns Mm -hmm. and the people we are around that we interact with also have words they tend to use and patterns Mm -hmm. and we pick up on those and this is why it's important to have I think space to talk about language evolution with your family and with groups that are focused on growth because it's a very key part it's a very key part and just that was one that was a big theme during, I think it was Christmas. Somebody in the family always says, I'm just saying. <laughs> always? Do they always say it? They I'm always They always say no. it. Sometimes, <laughs> often, very often, they there you go. <laughs> say, I'm just saying. And it it's just, it has an interesting energy to it. heard of Lisa Miller, who is a PhD and New York Times bestselling author of The Awakened Brain and the Spiritual Child. This lady is cool. She takes neuroscience and spirituality and ties them together. She said we're all innately spiritual as children and when we arrive at puberty, we are told it isn't important or real and we forgo our spirit. I'm here to offer a different reality to girls and set a spiritual foundation for them. Luna Magic Method is a sacred rite of passage for young girls. It is a transformational journey into womanhood with mom leading the way. If you have a daughter or know someone who desires to honor their daughter and her menarche and period, I have the mentorship and introduction for them to deepen their relationship with mom while being introduced to becoming a healthy and empowered woman. 
You can find out more about this on my website, nevegrace.com. That's N-E-V-E-G-R-A-C-E.com. Now back to the episode. Just saying. Just, just saying. saying. Just saying. No, you're, what are you just saying, actually? <laughs> like, it's kind of Right? A... Right? <laughs> so I have a question for you. One word that I've been trying to, doesn't have to be replaced all the time, but to have a more positive energy around it is work. I have to get some work done. When really, it's our creativity. So when I'm doing the things that I want to do, creative writing, setting up classes, whatever it is, it's not work. And maybe it's because I associate that as more masculine and patriarchal. And so trying to think, so we're going to think of a softer word that I could consider to replace that. Do you have thoughts on that? Play? <laughs> like? <laughs> uh, I have I have this three-hour block where I need to focus my creative energy on my play. I'm going to play for three hours <laughs> instead of work for three hours. Um, it, it's similar to me replacing office for studio as far as that mm-hmm. creative energy goes replacing instead of calling the room where I do my creative genius media productions, (laughs) uh, it's the studio because the studio is conducive to creativity. I don't know if that helps at all, but instead of work, it could be creative outlet, play. I don't know. Yeah. I, the right I'd word be curious, will come yeah. to you. Yeah, it will. But I'd be curious if the audience has any, if they would like comment on that. One that I have been playing with is putting it on my calendar as creative thinking and then like blocking out whatever it is, three hours. But I take myself away from here because I have found myself get too distracted at home. So maybe go and maybe go to a coffee shop and allow that creative thinking time to be focused just on that when of course it's tasks that can be done in that environment we're on the same we're on the same lines around like creative thinking play but so that's and that's helpful it it is a trickier word to replace Mm -hmm. and I also have a slight aversion to work when I'm telling Tanzan that I have to work, it's like, no, I get to create <laughs> and I need quiet mm-hmm. and focus to create, honey. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, mm-hmm. doesn't it feel I different? Imagine. Mm-hmm. I have to go, I have to work for, I have a work call. I, I, ha- I get to play with my friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. It changes it. It's pretty powerful. And that's why we wanted to jump on here and do this uh, live or have this conversation about language evolution. It's very subtle and sneaky and it can get in our way. It, it really can. Uh, another big one, I think that we didn't mention, but I was 
thinking about earlier is um, the being curious instead of going straight to judgment. And this could be a mental mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. manifest in language, although it can, right? If someone is talking about someone else, I personally avoid gossip as to the best of my abilities as often as possible, not interested in participating in that frequency. And if someone is saying something that's along those frequency, I usually will step in with a curious comment. Oh, I wonder what that's about. Or Mm -hmm. I'm curious just to shift it a little bit, then they should be, or they shouldn't be. It's like, I'm curious why they did that. Or because there's usually lots of other things going on that we don't know about. And we probably shouldn't be judging them anyway. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So being curious is helpful. Mm -hmm. Similar to when you said, are you open to some feedback? Can I, can I offer a reflection? Like asking permission to share your insight is so helpful. I think becoming really curious about what someone's doing or why, or other things get curiosity is staying in that innocent child realm. It's not the adult judgment realm of should. So I think that one's uh, goes along with language evolution and definitely helps because when we're judging others, what are we really doing? Mm -hmm. It's a mirror reflection of us. We're judging ourselves. ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's helpful. I know for me, when I got curious about why I was doing things, it was much more playful and gentle than when I was like, you should be living the 10 habits, Steve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, huh, I wonder why you don't feel like eating an earlier, later dinner, Neve. <laughs> like it's so much gentler. So mm-hmm. It frees up a lot of space being curious about it instead of judging as you just beat yourself up when you come at it from the, I should be able to live the 10 habits, like, there she is again. Hello, shadow. You know, hello. Are we going to dance again? We're going to go on the flow. Let's flow, not fight. Okay, let's do this. Let's figure this out together. Mm -hmm. So much gentler. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so much. Well, I think that we pretty much went through the words that I had um, Mm -hmm. without thinking about sharing. These, you know, just the but, but negates everything you said before. So the and is nice. That's a pretty easy one to start applying. It takes yet. practice. Yet. I haven't mastered that skill yet. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't read a book when kids say that I can't read. Yeah. Right. You will. Yet. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, so, I am. I like to rephrase it for Tanzan. I'm so close to being able to read it. Mm-hmm. good one but the yet is not bad either i like that still can, can I say i can't wilson. though yeah <laughs> true true yeah yeah awesome conversation and like, like i said i it was coming from gratitude when we were talking about this that the space is available to hear ourselves give those reflections have and we gave permission actually one time in one of our calls that we got to make a funny face and I can't even 
I don't recall right now what the word was or what it is that we were doing, but we got to make a funny face if someone said a certain word. Um, it was either just or try. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I think, yeah. I believe, I believe you're correct. I know it was think, or I know it was try and just. <laughs> I don't think, I know. Oh, thanks everybody for bearing with us as we go through our evolution today. This was fun. Yeah, and it really does speak to the the power of a group that has space to digest life, to digest mm-hmm. our emotions and our food and to process and digest our language evolution. So thank you for being a part of that with me and making funny faces when I (laughs) say the words that I am currently evolving. We're all evolving, right? And it's, we're assimilating all this information. We're assimilating, right? How can we incorporate? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Great discussion. Two 22-22 language evolution for you. That started at 11. 11 for those of you in numerology. Pretty aligned conversation. So thank you. Thank you. I think that's actually another one pretty. Mm. That's another one that I think I, pretty I know. Aligned. I, I'm pretty, pretty aligned. I'm pretty aware. I'm pretty aligned. No, I'm fucking aware. I'm aligned. Like, why do I say pretty? I didn't even pick up on that. That's a great one. I'm pretty happy, right? (laughs) Yeah. Why are you just pretty happy? Pretty. I know. I've I've been catching myself with that one too. And it's funny how they, how it happens. Like you're using the word and then you get curious about your own word. And then you feel the vibration and realize that's not energetically accurate anymore to say pretty. I'm pretty happy we had this conversation. No, I'm thrilled that we had this conversation. So anyway, thank you. (laughs) I always grow and learn, right? Right? (laughs) And always, I always grow and learn. Not sometimes. (laughs) Always. Always. Oh, I'm that, I'm that consistent. It's always. (laughs) Well, it's, I see that's where sometimes I, I believe that should can be appropriate if you know, it's your soul telling or your spirit telling your human body, Mm -hmm. you should, or I always evolve that setting that intention out there. Like I'm, I am always learning or so I, I think I believe Occasionally, it's not a negative thing to use these words. It's the awareness of the frequency and the language and how to manifest. It's the context or what is it we're trying to manifest. If I'm saying I always am evolving, it's different than I always suck at that or I always let that go or I always... Right. The first one you're calling it into your like, ah, you know, uh, money, money loves me and flows effortlessly to me. I'm calling it in. Does money always love me? And I mean, (laughs) I could, but Mm -hmm. if I say always, Mm -hmm. that's more inclusive. It's more expansive. So I, yeah, it's depends. And generally it's, it's really 
good not to say just so like, you know, pretty happy. <laughs> it's a reframe. It's a reframe. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a positive energy. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a reframe that is taking back the power that you accidentally gave away in a less than vibrational match language choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank Agreed. You. We'll keep evolving our language together. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Language evolution is crucial as humanity is evolving so rapidly. Think about what words are not aligned with your true desires and begin to work on eliminating unhelpful language from your vocab so you do not unintentionally keep yourself stuck or small or unable to manifest. If you know someone that would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And if you would like to chat with me about anything, you can get on my calendar. It's grateful heart energy forward slash apply, and we can have a heart to heart. And if you're looking for me on social media, you can find me at Everfree spirit on Twitter and Instagram. And my Facebook page and YouTube channel is Free Spirit Creatrix. I invite you to have a magical day full of love, and I'll see you next time. Bye. It looks like our time has come to an end. So until we meet again, I'm sending you love.